Hello and welcome to Research Roundup, brought to you by the Primary Care Collaborative Cancer Clinical Trials Group, PC4. I'm Christy Milley, and each month, Sophie Shima and I will be looking at what's new in the world of cancer in primary care research. For this edition, our guest host is Professor John Emery. Please excuse the sound quality of this recording. It was recorded overseas. I'm talking today to Professor Willie Hamilton from the University of Exeter about a paper recently published around the diagnosis of myeloma in general practice. So as we know, myeloma can be a diagnostic challenge in general practice, and there have been studies both in Australia and the UK showing that patients with myeloma will often have had multiple visits to their GP before referral. In the UK, what does the current diagnostic pathway for myeloma look like? A shambles is the short answer. I mean, there is an official diagnostic pathway that we postulated within the NICE guidance in 2015, whereby patients who may have the who have the symptoms of possible myeloma would have a, a measure of an inflammatory marker. If the inflammatory marker is raised, they would go ahead to have protein electrophoresis, and then they would be sent for specialist referral if the protein electrophoresis or Benz Jones protein was abnormal. That is the exception. I think most patients are diagnosed rather late. There's an almost serendipitous finding because the symptoms are so myriad and so common. So what we say should happen is not what happens. And this study was obviously just looking at myeloma, but could the methods in your paper, which were looking at the best rule-in, rule-out tests, could they be applied for other cancers with vague symptom profiles? They could. I think it would have to be one of the more less common uh, cancers. Within NICE, we were very keen to try and find negative predictive values and to find negative likelihood ratios, and we shied away from it, in part because none were published, and this is the first paper that does publish negative predictive values. The, the main reason being that it was almost impossible to find a symptom or test combination that is negative reliably ruled out cancer. In general practice, it's ruling out cancer is just as important as ruling it in. And there are a number of clinical decision support tools that have been developed in the last 10 years that have prompted GPs to consider a diagnosis of cancer. How do you see the implementation of the results of this study into practice? And do you think a decision support tool could help support the implementation? It almost certainly is one of the cancer sites where it, it, it's best of all because the symptoms are on are common, the, the risk profiles are so low, and now we have a rule-out test. You, I think most of us GPs miss myeloma because we don't even think of it. If I've got a symptom prompt that says, think myeloma, do an ESR, do a full blood count, if they're okay, forget it. That, that's where a, a ECDS may well work. So a limitation of this study is the potential overestimation of diagnostic accuracy. Could you expand a bit about this and how is it likely to affect the results? Yeah, I mean, our biggest problem with this study is the fact that in, in this, and indeed all our CAPER-type studies, is we equated someone who has a normal blood result with someone who has not had that blood result taken and we had to assume they were the same. Now that was okay whenever we were interested in positive predictive values because a positive test was, was not a negative test. Now it gets different whenever you're looking at negative tests that a negative test is not the same as not having a positive test. So I, I think the results are weakened a bit by this. Um, all studies of biases uh, and I think the results are 
robust enough while carrying just that little uh, sort of feeling that it could be done better. But I can't, I can't ask for an ASR and a full blood count to be done on every patient with every symptom in general practice. So in practice, we will always have a, shall we say, a silver standard test. Sure. And finally, what do you think the takeaway message is for GPs and the implications for practice? Yeah, think myeloma. Now, if it needs something to help you think myeloma, do it. And if I'm allowed to cheat and ask a second takeaway message, it's don't do a CRP. Do an ESR or a plasma viscosity. CRP simply doesn't work. That was the biggest message I got. Yeah, that's a really interesting message for you. Absolutely fascinating, Johnny. Thank you very much, Willie. Excellent. Good. Thanks for downloading Research Roundup, produced by PC4. You can access the articles and other information in our show notes. Do let us know what you think about this episode by emailing info at pc4tg.com.au or keep in touch via Twitter, where you'll find us at PC4TG. Don't forget to visit PC4's website, pc4tg.com.au.